Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Six and we are in the Tuki Depot studio for this Tuesday edition. Going to be a stunning day. 23, a little wispy cloud in the east, but plenty of blue sky to enjoy. Thanks to Frank Agostino and the crew at Fleet Network. We are in the studio for the next two hours ahead of Mark Duffy. What about mornings with Duff Duff. yesterday? Off to a fly. Yeah, absolutely brilliant listening, and uh, he uh, certainly had tongues wagging throughout the day. So Duff comes in after 8 o'clock to straighten up the station. Uh, temper at Bedshed text line is always available, 0487736736. And I get told off all the time for not telling people what we've got on the show. Who tells you? Who are they? I'll go have a chat with them. Uh, probably not a good idea. Hello to Hutchie, Mr. Singer. Yeah, well, he's right. <laughs> Tell people what we got on the show. Dustin Fletcher's going to join us. Uh, blast from the past, but his Fletch. boys are doing good things over there in the States. Essendon legend Dustin Fletcher will join us. We might just check in with what he thinks of the football club that he was a great for. Now they're travelling. You would. I knew you would. I watched. It. I watched the game yesterday. Good morning, everyone. No, I watched the game late yesterday. Oh, last yesterday evening. <laughs> Get your words out. And it was Essendon versus. Geelong, 93, and it was one of Fletcher's early games. It was when Big Fish kicked 10 and Gary Ablett kicked 14. Sure. And um, we know how hard that is to do, even though he got about six gifted free kicks, I guess. Sure. But Fletcher was 17, sure. early days, star. Sure. Star. Okay. Um, Go watch it if you haven't seen it. I probably have got better things to do than watch yeah, old footy games. But you don't. <laughs> but you don't. You could listen to some of the good the, – the, the great callers of the game, and maybe just write a few notes. Ruben Jinby's going to join us. He's an East Perth boy, and he's going to be very – in fact, could go top three in the draft. And we are continuing the countdown to the draft. Tim Mitchell's going to join us because we're not far away from the Big Bash season, and, of course, KFC Supercoach Big Bash is underway. And Lloyd Meek, the Lord, is going to join us, of course. uh, Should be at the Eagles, but he's decided to go to Hawthorne. I don't know what's happened there, but we'll we'll check in with him. And I've got – now, we're going to scrap this segment, right, Tim Gossip? We... No, 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 we're not going to scrap it. You d- no, I don't want you to scrap you it. You don't want to scrap it? No, I want you to go more scurrilous and scant. No, not going to scurrilous. Yeah, I want you, to, get go- real, I want you no, to really get down there no, in the mud. That's not my that's not my shtick, mate. Uh, but I do have some breaking no. news through. through. Well, it's early, Tim Gossip. That's sort of breaking news, but then we go roll into Tim Gossip to give... Yep. Nice work, team. Just working the Adelaide on the 36ers run are about to sack someone. I oh, know. Coach? No, the coach is safe. Craig Randall II. Oh, we? Yeah, I know. We? Yeah. Averaging 20 points a game. Well, will can, be sacked today, according can to... play, but... Well, 20 points a game's at handy. Not bad for an import. Anyway, he played against the Wildcats on the weekend, got 13 points. Yeah. They lost to the Wildcats, so no it's one is safe. It's not a performance-based uh, sacking, No is idea. It? 
Maybe oh, well, because that's the worst in gossip ever. No, it's not not the worst because there will be. Why? Oh, I can't. Well, I don't know why. I just know that Olgan, Olgan, um, what's his surname? Olich, Olich. He's the go-to. He's the he's sort of like the he's the NBL NBA whisperer. Well, he has going with that. He will be uh, terminated. Terminated today, and there's a press conference happening out of uh, Adelaide. Don't be surprised if they don't pick up the guy who was the MVP in the league last year, Jalen Adams, who was at the Sydney Kings, been playing overseas, mm-hmm. uh, got given the lemonade and sass from there, and he's available, was linked to Brisbane because they got rid of our man, Devondre Walker, yeah, good mates of Bryce Cotton, who yeah. was in Perth, and he up stumps and went to Brizzy. He's already gone from Brisbane. Will he come back? He'll come, back come, he'll come back. And may I should train for the Wildcats and bring some IP with him. Uh, and also the fact is that um, so so Randall will be gone, and I'm not saying Jalen Adams will get the gig, but that is the big push, and he's a superstar of the league, so he might be wanting to come back to Australia. It, it seems to be team balance uh, would be the reason. Which is code for just not fitting in here. Morning, boys. Goss, is Scotty joining you for a six-week shred? Because I don't know if you know that... Um... Oh, I don't know if you Dancing noticed. Already. The KGs are starting to drop off no. myself. Are they? I was going to say something. I thought you were... Well, you know what? When you're worried that someone might be sick and you don't want to ask, are you Okay. Why? Why do you say that? Because I'm because well, you're I look, shredding. Because I, I look gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, just the summer. Start. Summer ready? Yeah, getting the uh, getting the slugger ready. Rig going. Yeah, getting the dad bot out. Yeah. I look good. <laughs> I mean, really good. Yeah. Hey everyone, come and see how good I look. <laughs> That'll be you. That'll be you down at City Beach. No, no, I don't do City Beach. Oh, why not? City Beach is lovely. I don't do City Beach. Okay, these are the. Okay. I guess I'm not going to see it. Scarbs. Don't do Scarbs. <laughs> why not? Scarbs, Trig, City Beach, anything north of Northcott. No. Oh, Swanee gets a run every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what you Thank see, you. unless it's changed out of a lot. <laughs> anyway. The last time we did some. We did. We used to do rehab runs. So in the morning, you do extra beach runs with Billy Sutherland. Yeah, the, yeah, the, great um, Billy. People who don't know Billy was the. Well, you know him when you described the silver-haired trainer at the Eagles yeah, from the get-go, number right? Number one. A legend of a man. Uh, he used to lead us on beach runs. And Where, what beach? Uh, we'd start at City Beach and do the soft sand down to soft Swanee. Sand, yeah, down sand. to Swanee and, and back again. Billy would win all the time. But, um, and some of the things you see down there, this was 20 years ago, obviously, but some of the things you see down there, there's... Well, there were... Look, what? What do you mean? Well, blokes like you. There was just mainly blokes like you down there. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Swanbourne's in Nude Beach. Don't make me say it out loud. We all know what it is. And there were people like... There there was was just lots of old blokes. Old blokes. I'm an old bloke now, am I? Okay. Nah, these blokes had 20 years on you. Hey, mate. 20 years If I'm an old bloke that's down at the beach, I'll be rolling you back in. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing harpoons at me. (laughs) Hey, now I've got a question for you. Go ahead. Do I look like there's been a there's been a shift change, a roster change at my local petrol station where I get my paper every day. <laughs> the two blokes that were always there each morning, um, they just waved to me and let me in the front door because they're all locked at that time. Yep, fair enough too. New bloke. Riff raff. Do I look like have I got this sort of underlying service station armed robbery type look about me? 
no. Why would he no. let me in the door? Why would he let me in the door? So the new bloke said you're yeah, not coming. Going, mate, sorry, mate, no. Nah. I said, I just want to grab a couple of things. Now, what do you need? He said, oh, well, personal shopping. Go get me a bottle of water. Go get me this and the paper thing. Yeah. He probably wants you to take your mask off. <laughs> it's cold in the morning. Everyone wears a balaclava in the morning, don't they? <laughs> Everybody. So you're not allowed in? No, I won't let me in, this new bloke. Hey, I don't want to get too serious too soon. What about the news through that uh, Trent Cooper has been <laughs> ah, uh, sacked as coach of Fremantle? I was with Trent Cooper on Saturday night at the Zero to Hero Ball here at Optus Stadium. Yep. Uh, he and his wife Josie, of course, have known for a long, long time. And uh, he was up and about and uh, had just finished the exit meetings and was looking forward to the uh, next year and was looking forward. He said, oh, oh, really? we have had a shocking year with injuries. Oh, and did. Terrible, terrible. And, but, but he's gone, he's, he's picked up the job. I can't remember the first. He's gone finals, 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 prelim. Oh, he's done a remarkable job. And then um, a decimated remarkable. side. And Garlo has gone, yeah, we're going another direction. Well, Ruthless means. Yeah, well, he is. Um, uh, again, a bit more Tim Gossip if we can. I love it when these things just come to you. <laughs> Bob Murphy. Mm. Coach. I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to. I think is it unrealistic to suggest that they've got someone in their own backyard that could possibly do that job and would like to have more of a hands-on coaching role? Just saying. I'm not saying that's. I'm not trying to be scurrilous. Be a big loss to the men's team. Oh yeah. What does he do at the men's team? Well, he's an assistant coach. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He just stands there. <laughs> no, I'm not being disrespectful. He's not an assistant coach. Development coach? No, I don't think so. Well, he does a lot. Oh, does he? He told me. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get he to the bottom of this, Bob. Function. He does a lot of bits and pieces. Yeah, oh, he's a quality person. Don't get me wrong. Well, it doesn't sound like you'd think that. Well, he's not you, an well, assistant coach. Think, well, it sounds like you think he's a bit of dead wood. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to <laughs> Don't me. put words in my mouth. It's what I think, but don't put words in my mouth. No, look, I, I don't know if it's true or not, oh, but I'm hearing vibes. I'm hearing vibes. I did hear last night when somebody said to me, they must have an alternative because you don't sack anyone, especially a good person like Trent Cooper. Yeah. And uh, Trent will find his way. Trent, Trent will find a way. Good man. He'll find his way in football. Oh, good coach. Good person. Yeah, good values. Like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, be interesting. Generally, if you... Bob the, Murphy? Can I go Bob, with that? Well, I think Bob Murphy's got the, I guess, the temperament and the, I guess, the persona about and the way he goes about his life and football and he's very calm and measured and speaks very well. Mm, mm. I think he'd probably be a good fit if he wanted to go down that path. Something else that's a bit... your question, though? Yeah, oh, mate, please do. And I don't want to... And I mean this, this could probably get ugly, but... Um, <laughs> oh, dear me. If, you, if you're an assistant coach in AFL mm-hmm. and you go to a senior coach at AFLW... Is there a way, because you want to coach your own team, that mm. sort of thing, mm. is there a way back into Oh, 100%. AFL? 100% there is. 100% there is. Who's done it? Uh, no, I don't know if anyone's done it yet. Mm. But I, I'm, if you're asking me, do I think it's possible, I certainly do think so. Yeah. Why, why do you ask to do it? Oh, no, it's just, I was wondering whether they consider that. Oh, no, I was just wondering. <laughs> this is the way the world is right now. So scared of saying anything because someone will get upset. And um, I don't. No, shut up. <laughs> yeah, pull back. Right here. Oh, it's just ridiculous. I just want to make mention of something. There's, a, there's an article online in the West Australian. Now, this is this is purely uh, a question to you. 
So be careful what you say and how you say it. We don't want. We don't want. We don't. Oh, you can. You will just take a couple of seconds of thinking music, <laughs> and then decide whether you should ask me or not. What are you going to go with? Oh, oh no! You missed they, they needed a couple of seconds of thinking music <laughs> to think about where you missed the boat. You shouldn't have gone with them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they do out there sometimes. When they just they when dance when on this day. When all they have to do is sit there and listen to the show. I always worry what they do sometimes. As soon as your arms go in the air dancing around <laughs> like a peanut, they do the same. I they just it. they just trying to get through this, they're up and this about. 20 to yeah. get on this day. Yeah, they're up and about. Don't worry, the boys have done a great job in preparation for today's show and what a beauty show it is. But I just want to say, online, there was yeah. an article penned about ask. Ben Cousins talking about yeah. coming back yes. from where he's come back from and he was doing the show with uh, Will Schofield and Dom Sheed. At a sportsman's. At the Rose Hotel down in Bunbury. Sportsman's night. And it was incredibly popular, and they did a second show. Mm. Now, a young girl has written an article about what Ben Cousins said at the sport. Now, forget about where it's appeared in the paper. I'm not worried about whether it's been in the Southwest Times or Bunbury Herald or the West Australian. That's not, this is not what this conversation is about. But are you, as someone who does sports nights, and I do sports nights, and I do a lot of those type of things, and I've had a couple of moments this year where I've done a, a Q&A with someone, and it's appeared in print, not just online mm. in the in the chatter of social media, but it's appeared in print. Do you think we've got that you and sportsmen and women will eventually, if this continues, a trend, and I'm not saying it's out of control yet, but it could be. That's oh, the start. Well, it could be, but and, and this is any media, but it's just because it's been brought to my attention that was online in yeah, the West today. I was in the paper, the paper as well, is it? Today. I didn't read it. Sorry. What's it say? Ben's grand ovation. Yeah. So, okay. So, Ben Cousins, Will Schofield, and Dom Sheeter are sports, sportsman's night at a pub. Yeah. People pay money to be at the, the event, and there's an article about what Ben said in it. Mm. Do you think it will change people and players and sportsmen and women and what they say and attending eventually. Yep. I think it'll be the death of sportsmen's nights. Nah, that's a, I'm, well, well, that's a well, dramatic that, overreaction. No, no, I, I, I don't think it will be. Because really? You, yeah, because you go to sportsmen's nights, people pay tickets, pay money for tickets yeah. to hear uncut versions of people's stories. So you think so okay. And so you think it's a trust thing go, where people go into an event. Absolutely. They're not recording it on their phone. No. And people go there to hear the stories that they can't hear on radio. And they can't read in the paper. They won't see on TV. But there's nothing that Ben has said in that. He has understand said it. No worries. Seven hundred times. And, and I think maybe this is just because it's Cuzzy. And oh, I have no when, doubt. Cuzzy speaks, people listen. But people will be nervous about, or certainly current day players will be petrified. Um, I'd certainly, if I knew that there was press in the room when I'm doing a sporties, would change a lot. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, I'll, that's I'll, the question I'll, I'm I'll asking. I would change a lot. And that's I the think the I'm idea asking. of sportsman's nights is you can go and you can be honest and you can tell stories the way you want to tell them. And, you, you know, you, I don't think I've been to a sporties where someone hasn't copped a whack. Uh, I'd, a lot of self-deprecation in, in what I do in the in, in, in Will you be concerned going forward? Yep. Okay. All right. Absolutely you would be. Okay. Because, you know what, one thing I have learned is when something's written, it has no context at all. It can sound completely different to the way you said it. Sure. And how you said it. Okay. So there's an article, for those who don't know, there's an article in the West Australian, just to clarify everything, article in the West about Ben Cousins talking about where he's at and, uh, and, and he said this, to be honest, he said that 
at the races with me about three weeks ago, he said exactly the same thing in an open forum in the middle of <laughs> middle of Ascot, and it was no, he, and it was free to get in. But is that is that where journalism's going though? And, and this is not a this is not a go. He would have the, attracted the, a crowd the down lady. there. She's sent. She Carly, sent there. She's a good young operator. Carly Lund. She's probably yeah. been sent there yeah. um, by the power. Well, of the maybe league. she was just a smart judo and said, "Look, there's access. I've got a ticket. Hey, this is a story. Yeah, uh, possibly. Yeah. Uh, because I can tell you, but remember, at grand final day, I did a Q and A with uh, Damien Hardwick, and he mentioned yep. Alistair Clarkson's situation. And Eliza, good friend of our show, yep. Eliza was in the crowd, and I saw Eliza walk in, and she wrote an article. It was online thirty minutes later, talking quoting Damien Hardwick's comments about Alistair Clarkson. Yeah. And I just found that was, oh, I didn't I didn't realise. I thought she was in there as a guest, but she was in there as a guest and also thought that it was worth writing a story. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't think there's anything that she wrote was wrong and I don't think anything Damien Hardwick said was earth-shattering at the same time. But what I'm saying is just generically, do you think Sportsman's Nights, would you have been a key figure at and like your Dane Swan, Ben Cousins... Um, Jeremy McGovern, Nat Fife will be cautious what they say. If it's and it's not not cautious as in um, not telling the truth, just cautious of say, telling a story oh, that oh, the punters want to hear, or a joke, yeah, or anything like that. Okay. Absolutely, they will be okay. cautious. And let me just say, there's nothing in this article yep. that is detrimental or anything like no. that. This is about Cassie telling his story, yep. right? And so yep. I, I get that. Yep. But if if they went down the path of going to sporties nights to be offended and to seek out being offended or to find someone who just saying something they shouldn't say. Sure. Then then you've got a real problem. That being said, nothing wrong with that article. No, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that article. Nothing wrong with the article. I'm just using that as an example yeah, yeah, yeah. of the sportsman's night. Is it yeah. dead because this of... This wasn't a quote. This wasn't Cuzzy talking to no. Carly Layden. No. This is Carly Layden in the crowd of a sport. He's taking notes. And she may have bought a ticket. Yeah, I am, absolutely. Has every right to. But... Yeah. If Trent Cooper gets the sack, how does Michael Pryor keep his job after getting beaten in two expansion teams? Um, well, I'll be very mindful of that. They're at different stages of their... Very, very different stages. I mean, West Coast had, had bottomed out completely. They did win two games, and they're incredibly young, and Fremantle got hit hard by injury. So there's big reasons change for that. too in the way West Coast played this year, and they had a couple of bad ones, but they certainly on the improve, no doubt about that. I think Coop's unlucky. There's no doubt about that. I remember a guy who got absolutely decimated in the media after being misquoted by some peanut from some website. Just glad he got back on his feet because the media is in a better place with him in it, says Twinkles. Thank you, Twinkles, for your text. Morning, boys. A Taekwondo update. The draw has come out and Harry has seven <laughs> has seven competing in his division. He's been training so hard for five or six weeks. Fantastic. Leaving very soon. Good on you, Good on Harry. Good on you, H. Good on you, Jonesy. I'll tell you what. You know why you have to work hard? Because you know how Fleet Network... Bought all the sausages and the buns. Really stepped up Fleet Network. Yeah, and helped well, him out big time. Harry, Harry, we had fourteen <laughs> sausage in the buns. Come on, Harry, where's your discipline? He ate the profits. Uh, hey, twenty-two past six. Don't forget uh, Duff after eight o'clock. We'll find out what Duff's got coming up in the show He's a here little again. bit later. Text away on the. Te- oh, no, it's here early. It'll wear off. Mate. Oh, surely. Novelty. How will long? Wear off. You reckon a week? Uh, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks, and then he'll start lobbing at seven thirty. Yeah. Good late. Yeah. He'll do it from home. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do the show from home. Andrew will be He'll do the Dwayne Russell. He'll be in the swimming pool. <laughs> in the spa. Or on the, the treddy. Dwayne Russell wouldn't know what the studio looks like. No, he Melbourne. don't know how to get there. 0487736736. Bedshed are the experts in temper mattresses, pillows and bases. Still to come, Dustin Fletcher's going to join us. Ruben Jimdy, of course, he's the young boy from East Perth. He's going to join us. And Lloyd Meek. Did he speak to anyone when he was living here in Perth, Lloyd? No one cared. He was playing for Peel. This is Scotty Ingos.
birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Thursday, November 8, it is. Happy birthday of celebrating birthday. It is huge. It's 28 past 6. It is massive. So, what day is it? 8th of November. Why, was that significant? No, I thought you said Thursday. Tuesday, sorry. Yeah. If it is, I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't matter what day it is. It's let's, just let's the 8th of Thursday. November is the day. We'll do one more day. You, okay. I'm really tight for time here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can you just let me get through it? Dr. Christian Barnard. And you're going to say to me, who's Dr. Christian Barnard? He's no, a South African heart surgeon. And you know what he's famous Champion. for? Boom, boody, 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 boom, Oh, That's the boom booty boom famous for the heart surgery yeah, because it was it was him and Chantel Contouri on telephone they'd go they go boom booty boom booty boom booty boom booty boom booty boom booty boom boom goodness gracious how audacious goodness gracious me and he used to her Chantel Contouri and him would do a segment every year. Gotta say for a bloke who's short on time you're certainly wasting some of it. He was born on this day in 1922. He died in 2001 of. Bob Skilton is 84 today. Good stuff. Hey, John Farrah is 77 today. You're going to say, who's John Farrah? He was in The Strangers. Song. You know why? Because my sister's name is Melanie, and I used to sing it to her, and I used to have a little single. When was that released? That was in the 70s, yeah. 1970, maybe? Hey, Roy Wood is 76 today. He was a part of a band called... No idea what he was a band called. He was in The Who, was he? No, what was he? It doesn't matter. This is him. <laughs> oh, yeah. ELO he was in, co-founder. I knew it was three letters. Oh, ELO. Similar. Genre. <laughs> Ricky Lee Jones. We'll get to her in a little later. It's Ricky Lee Jones's birthday today, 68. I'll tell you who Ricky Lee Jones is. More famous for another song, which is like an iconic Aussie song. Really? Leif Garrett, 61 today. Seven. Remember Leif Garrett? Remember how big he was? No. He was big in the 70s, mate. Let me tell you. Gordon Ramsay's 56. If you knew they were off, I didn't. what didn't you say? No, I didn't. Careful. I didn't know they were off. Uh-oh. Ming in. Do you not taste that? Yeah, not a big they fan do, of Gordon no, Ramsay. Yeah. Move on. Oh, uh, speaking of not being a fan of, like it's Ross Lyon's birthday today. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. We'll leave no stone unturned. When we need to leave no stone unturned for myself. It's sort of a real bugbear at the minute. And the buck stops. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ross. Have a good one, mate. Beast. Happy <laughs> <laughs> birthday. You know what? You, you, I'm surprised you can go with, have a good one, champ. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Thorne-Smith. Oh, she played Alison in Guess What? Yeah. Dark Horse. Made out that she was the prim and proper one in Melrose. Naughty. They're all naughty. <laughs> she popped up in a few other things too. She Yeah, she was in um uh, Ali McBeal. There you go. Hey Tiffany Wood was in Pop Stars. Man. Don't you treat me bad. Don't you make me sad. Pop stars made the group Bardot. Remember Bardot? <laughs> oh, this is wanting to get better. Well, I can tell you that in 1887, and this is right in my wheelhouse. When? 1887, <laughs> Emile Berliner 
patented this. What is happening? <laughs> the gramophone. Oh. He made the gramophone where you turn the handle on the on the needle and would go around and come out through the speaker. <laughs> that was on this day. It was painted in eighteen eighty seven. Did awesome. you know that? You still use yours? Wow. <laughs> don't know. Sometimes I think with our internet over here, that's exactly what we get. Hey, in nineteen sixty seven, Nielsen recorded a classic. Everybody's talking at me. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I don't hear words. In 1974, this TV show appeared on the ABC for the very first time. Gavin Wood would come on and do his bit, and then Molly Meldrum as well. Hey, Sonny Bono got elected to the US Congress on this day in 1994, and I don't like Sonny Bono, but I do like this song from Sonny and Cher. Yeah. Well, she has. Technically, she has. Who's he? Bad man, Sonny yeah. Bono. <laughs> I am not a bad man. He's a dweebo. He a moustache. Dweebo. Yeah, just, you know, just a... No moustache fan? <laughs> <laughs> no, just punching above his weight. I mean, he's a tiny little, little fella with a big tall woman. Doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't go right for me. Now, on this day, Ricky Lee Jones, I mentioned, 68, she co-wrote a song. It was a hit. In 19, 1991, this was a hit. Right. 1991, okay. she co-wrote this I'm on, song. I might have heard of this song. <laughs> on this day, November 8, born 68 years ago, the lady who helped pen this song. To get a news break, thanks to McCafe Coffee. Win free McCafe Coffee for a year. Visit the My Macca's app. Surfing USA. Rated leasing specialists, they bring us Scotty Ingos. Save your thousands on your dream car, fleetnetwork.com.au. And don't forget, keep the texts and the calls coming. I'd love a call this morning, 13 12 55, because a little bit later in the show, well, I saw an article this morning uh, online that says the top 15 TV and radio callers. And yeah. yeah, we'd love to run a bit deeper than 15. <laughs> How much deeper do you think? Now, nah, let's be honest. We ask, you know, we ask these young draft hopefuls you know, where they think they'll uh, land. And we asked Hammer Brayshaw where he'd finish in the Sandover. He said, oh, you know, maybe 8 to 12. Came mm. second. Mm. Um, Eli Hewitt yesterday said, oh, maybe 8 to 12. Yep. How much deeper would the best TV and radio callers list have to go past 15 for you to get a run? I should be in the top 15. Oh. <laughs> I'm the king. I'm, I agree. I might not be the best, but I'm the most accurate. Yep. Okay. Well, I haven't worked with you much. I haven't worked with Pete. <laughs> that went nowhere. 
<laughs> Neither you or I, Special K, we're going to entertain that at all, were we? What's wrong with you blokes? Where's the natu- Where's the on-air support? <laughs> oh. I was just watching Scotty flounder to try and nah, <laughs> no, no, see what support ask, he could drive for. I was just asking the question. I would absolutely put well, Goss I, I mean, in. You know, Top three, easy. If I was looking for support from Goss, or for Goss, I went to the right person, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Who was number one? Or are we, are we saving that to try and get the listeners No, I'll go guess. for the main list. You just do your sports update and I'll come out with a list. And I, I think the list is good. They are all should be in it, with one exception. Yeah, very okay. Di- yeah, it was a very difference because the, the journalist did the list. Yep. And then they let the readers do their list. Yeah. Got a strong feeling I'm going to disagree with... The list, anyway, yeah. as a most listeners a do. A list is a list. It's a list, it's, and it's rubbish, anyway. If, if Goss no, isn't in there, no, it's rubbish. Well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get on with it. There we go. Spun him. You guys touched on it at the top. But... <laughs> if I stand, stand there looking at him long enough, <laughs> he chases his mind. Following five seasons. <laughs> that death look in his eyes. Get on with it. Following five seasons at the helm of Fremantle's AFLW team, Trent Cooper will depart the club Can't after believe. not being offered a contract extension. It was a shock yesterday yeah, when the news came through. Shocked. Missed out on the top eight, finished 12th, only three wins and a draw, of course, but they were absolutely smashed by injuries right from the get-go. He was fighting a losing battle. I've got a theory. Okay. I've got a theory <laughs> that there's a bit of an undercurrent. There was a survey, right, done. That's what it said, a survey, and there was a bit of uh, mixed reports about survey from the players. Sure. I've got a feeling I know which, which, which tail is wagging which dog. Mm. Go ahead. Player power. Go ahead. <sighs> <laughs> Go ahead. At one o'clock today, you heard Anapav mention that the Socceroos will announce yes. their 26 man squad for the World Cup. Yes. Bit of huge news that came through yesterday yeah. is that Mitch Langerak will be left out of the oh, World Cup wow. plans by Graham Arnold. He's had an outstanding season in Japan. Uh, so it's Pretty shocking that he won't make the squad. Danny Vukovic and, of course, Andrew Redmayne uh, believed to have been given the nod over uh, Langerak uh, as backups to Matt Ryan, who did pick up a knock and is potentially injured and potentially might miss uh, the World Cup. But we'll watch this space. Uh, reports are in a bit more football news that Liverpool, they're set to sell or their owners are set to sell the club. They bought it for £300 million. Pounds. That's £344 million Australian. That was 12 years ago. Guess how much it's worth now? No idea. Seven billion Australian. Oh, wow, wow. So they bought it for 344. Wow. And they're likely going to sell it for around seven bill. And a bit of waffle news. Oh. Geelong VFL co captain Jackson McLaughlin is making the move to the Swan Districts. Scotty, so you'll be happy about Who? that news. Who? Geelong VFL co captain Jackson McLaughlin. Oh, good one. I see Harry Marsh has gone. Harry Marsh has gone to East Fremantle. That's right. So he spent four seasons with Subi, played 50 games, won two flags, and yeah, he's off yeah. to well, Nick the off Sharks. Who, who needs you down here? Good luck down there. Wants to play with his brother, oh, Jono. Jump, jumping off a sinking ship. <laughs> That's what <laughs> hey, it is. All of a sudden, you're going to fade into obscurity down there, Harry. Oh, wow. No worry, oh, mate. You get new facilities and everything. Oh, oh yeah. You seen what's going on down there? Yeah, yeah, we're no, all over the Sharks, aren't we? It's on a, it's, this season. They're on their way. Mate, he'll be the hey. They'll be the two marshes playing back at the Wacker again for a few more years. <laughs> the way that's going down there. Yeah. All right, you yeah. right? Yeah, I'm done. Well, okay, no. goodbye. The list. Yeah. The list. Oh, yeah. This is the list. Okay, oh, you can say oh, stick around. Yeah, stick around for this. Uh, whose list is this? the readers' list? This is Scott Gallen's the... list. Okay, so not. Yeah, okay. Radio. Fifteen. Brenton Speed. He's um, jack of all trades. Does Fox. Good. Speedy. Yep. Speedy. Good. Yep. Fourteen. Lee Montagna with a bullet. Yeah, Joey's going well. He's um he does MBL? basketball. Did yeah. he? I thought he's very going good okay. at that. Uh, Corbin Middlemiss at thirteen. I think that's unders. Hmm. I think Corbin's better than that at thirteen. Hamish McLaughlin twelve. I like Ham. 
I think it's good. 11, Mark Howard, outside the top 10, Howie. Hmm. He's going well. Nathan Brown at 10. Alistair Nicholson. How did the ABC let this gun go? Well, he wanted to call commercial football, and they ABC weren't keen for him to do that. Right. So he's got he's good. Luke Darcy, 8. I like Darcy. He's a good man. BT, Brian at 7. <laughs> 7. 6, Tim Absolutely. Lane. Overs. Tim Lane. Adam Papalia at 5. Yeah, good from Paps. Yeah, big, big Love fan Paps. of Papalia. Jared Whateley, 4, SEN's finest. 4. Doesn't Dwayne Russell, time. SEN's finest at three. Oh, good. I reckon Dwayne could do a bit on TV every now and then. But he does his best work on. Number two, James Brayshaw. <laughs> I agree. James Brayshaw is one of my favourites. Beauty. One of my favourites, especially his TV work. JB. And at number one, we made him what he is today. Yep. And then what do you do? Anthony Hudson at ah, number one. Overrated. Ah, he does good stuff on TV. I mate. thought he was good this season. Hmm. But I think he's from downward, downward <laughs> So where do I fit into that? About ninety-seven. <laughs> uh, and that look—that's just Why a rough one. That's just a rough one off my head. Nah, but I didn't work with you enough. I, I don't know. Mm. But I mean, your cricket stuff's been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it has been good. Who was he said you'd take one out of there? Was that Hutto that you take out? Oh, I, look, to be honest, I actually think I could fit in anywhere. In the, <laughs> I think you could, don't you? Could. I, think it's a, I think there's some. I think there's some holes in the list. Yeah. And look, it's not well, easy. There's a lot of callers out there now across. The but country. not everyone. Not everyone. None, none of those blokes. In fact, to a man, none of those blokes would call a whole game on their own with one expert and not be able to do a toilet break in between. <laughs> not one. You tell me another bloke of that bloke who's sitting on his own. With Paul Hazeby, and I have to carry him as well. He doesn't even bring it. There's a one pin. on the list that would like to do it all on his own, the commentary and special comments as well, but I don't know the answer to your question. Jason Bennett's unlucky not to be in the list. Yep. In top 15? You'd, you'd, top 15's like... Jason better, Bennett's pretty good, mate. He's very yeah, good. You're better, good. You're better, Goss. Don't you worry about um, that. No, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king. Go back, go back and sit in your booth, mate. <laughs> Pumping him up. Not, 17 yeah, away from you're seven. You're creating a monster out here. Tim oh, doesn't have to. Uh, some great callers out yeah, there. Yeah, some All ripping callers out there. So anyway, if you've got a, if you, uh, Dustin Fletch is going to join us next because these two boys yeah. are doing big things. Uh, and also after seven o'clock, Ruben Jimby is going to join us. He's a young draftee. Tim Mitchell, we're talking uh, Big Bash and uh, KFC Supercoach. And also Lloyd Meek, the new Hawthorne Ruckman, former Dockers Ruckman. Give us a call. Give us a text anytime you like at 13 12 55. Is that number? Yes, thirteen twelve fifty five. Talking depot open line or zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Mark Duffield after eight o'clock with mornings. He smashed it out of park. Very hard. He going again? Yeah. Is he? He gets a second go. Wow. Well, mate, you know what this is for him? Hump day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he does yeah. three. Yeah, He's got a better contract than I, Billy. I remember those days. Of just three days. <laughs> beautiful times. <laughs> On Scotty and Goss, it's Blast from the Past. Been a popular segment and we've dug this one back up this week because, uh, well, it's a, it's a man that we want to get on our show and yep. we've been lucky enough to get him on the show. And, of course, his boys are doing some amazing things over in the States. We talk of a man who you played alongside in the great Dustin Fletcher. Played at very, very opposite ends of the ground. He had a very long and distinguished career and, and then there was me. Anyway, he is a superstar of the game and a superstar human being, and his name is Dustin Fletcher, and he joins us right now. Good morning, Fletch. How are you, boys? You going well? Ah, <laughs> yeah, we're going pretty well. You sound as stressed out as you normally are. Nah, nice over here. The sun's actually come out for once, and it's uh, 27 degrees. You're so, kidding me. Uh, 
Good times. You, you, got well, you live on the Gold Coast, do you? <laughs> yeah, have you moved? I was there <laughs> oh, last week, Fletcher. was 12. <laughs> oh, it's 12. There you go. You should have come down to uh, sunny old Melbourne. Oh, no. I tell you, I was there last week. I was there on Cup Day. It was 12 degrees, mate. Oh, I thought you were up in the Gold Coast no. enjoying yourself up there. Good, <laughs> I'm not allowed up there anymore. How are you travelling, mate? What's going on in your world? Yeah, going well, mate. Going well. Just um, still back into the tennis, so uh, tennis coaching. So um, that's keeping me busy sort of three or four days a week, which is uh, nearly enough for me these days, mate. I'm sorry. a bit older. Hey, but, sorry, um, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Three or four days is nearly enough for me. S- sorry, sorry, Dustin. Yeah. Just explain to me, you're a tennis coach. Yeah, I got back into tennis coaching when I finished footy. Played a lot as a junior. From oh, I was one of those ones. Started quite early at eight, and then sort of give it away at sort of sixteen, seventeen when the AFL started. But I uh, love my tennis and went all right. So I thought, um, you know, something different. Um, back to learning some coaching again, and uh, love the tennis. Wow, impressive! What's but- your strengths, Fletch? You're big, powerful, oh, mate, serve, I reckon, off the high. Yeah, Paddy Rafter style, ground strokes, hopeless, backhand, <laughs> no good. Um, serve and volley gets to the net, put the uh, put it away, and uh, let's get on to the next point. Okay, so if you're a young kid and you want to um, have a tennis coach who's got no good ground strokes and can't do a backhand, then go and see Dustin Fletcher. Oh, no, I've got them covered, the ground strokes, but um, it's a bit like footy, you know, don't start around with it, kick it long, you know, kick a goal, get it back to the centre and go again. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, mate. And obviously, uh, obviously you've you've spent a bit of time over in the states. Your two boys are, are doing great things. Uh, we'll start we'll start with Mason. He's uh, set the world on fire over there with the well, the longest punt they've ever seen in their life, Ledge. Yeah, it's funny when um, yeah, a bit of wind sort of springs up and uh, what you, what you can do. But he hit um, he did hit a big one against um, I'm not sure who that against now, but he hit a big one. But I think the better thing was um, against the wind. He hit a 54 yarder against the wind because it was howling towards one end. So I think that was even though the other one got the uh, recognition, the one back into the wind was uh, was probably the big one that uh, that helped him out. Yeah, playing for the Cincinnati Bearcats, who's sitting third in their conference table at the moment with a two point win over the uh, Mustangs. That day, uh, is he? Uh, did I, was that a drop punt? Obviously, the the torp is the, uh, the the kick of choice in in NFL or gridiron circles. Was that a drop punt? Yeah, it was. So um, he didn't spiral. Um, I don't know. He must have had some thoughts that he could um, get real long. So he um, he ended up just going a rollout drop punt, which is. Oh, it's sort of it's getting a bit more common, obviously, over there now. But um, yeah, he just got onto it. Um, obviously, got a bit of a bounce too, which uh, which just helps with your averages and all that type of thing. But um, just a trusty old rollout drop punt, which, uh, which yeah, we can all do, obviously. Eighty-four yard punt, which is the all-time record, gosh, for the longest punt Incredible. in the country. Incredible. So he says, how's he, how's he handling it, mate? And and how's he going as far as his development goes, um, and getting his you know head around the game? He's been there a little bit now. Yeah, so he's in his uh, second year, which is sophomore year. So, um, oh, really well, to be honest. I think his first year, it's a, even though we can kick the ball, it's, it's a new game. You've got to get used to yardage, you know, where you stand, all the plays, even though you're only the punter, because the worst thing you can do is get one blocked or, mm. or, um, or actually, you know, drop it. So, but he's in, he's in a pretty good spot. You know, second year, a lot more confident now. Cincinnati sort of suits him down to the ground. It's a, it's a, a sort of a tough, tough little American sort of town, I suppose, and he really enjoys it. And um, he's still got uh, two, two more years to go before he even looks at having a bit of a go at it. But averages are good and kicking really, really confidently, which uh, which is good to see. Because it can turn real quickly, can't it? I mean, especially in the in the NFL at the top. I mean, a couple of bad kicks and and they'll they'll get or punch a pun the pun. 
Yeah, that's right. Well, um, and Max, uh, my other youngest, has gone to a, a big, uh, big SEC school in University of Arkansas, and he's absolutely true freshman, so first year. Um, thought he'd just red shirt and get maybe the odd game, but he actually started and played the first six games oh. against some pretty big schools, and um, he's actually just kicked a. When I say he's been kicking okay, you know what I mean for his um, for his sort of first year, but kicked a bad one the week before last, and. Um, and then uh, he sort of the the boy under him came came on and, and has been kicking the last two weeks. So it's pretty cutthroat with regard to you know you make a mistake and, and you can be out. But he's got plenty of time. And the boy that came in under him's a fifty year kid, quite a strong kid and good punter. So that's just the way uh, the American game works. Yeah, one in Cincinnati, one in Arkansas. Not too far apart. How do you how do you split your time? Got a favourite? Yeah, well, it, was, uh, it was ten hours, so ten hours, which is oh. not too bad when you consider how big America is. But um, uh, it worked out well when we were over there. Uh, Max sort of got the starting gig, which I said before. But Cincinnati played Arkansas in in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. So we uh, based ourselves down there for two days, um, and then we shot up to um, Cincinnati, Ohio, and got to see two games. In um, in Cincinnati, but um, Fayetteville, Arkansas, it's a bit like a, sort of a Gisborne. Oh, it's a bit hard to. I'm not sure Perth is. It's a sort of a country type of feel, and it was really nice there. And um, we managed to get down to Nashville for. Um, we we're going to go there for a night, but we stayed for a week. So uh, it was pretty good times down there. Gisborne's, Gisborne's like about an hour and a bit out. Gosh, it's probably. Oh, it's pretty small though. All of them. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a, it had a bit of a country feel to it, um, you know, Fayetteville, Arkansas, and we sort of enjoyed that. No, you know, you weren't living on top of each other, and you know, the weather was beautiful, thirty four, thirty five every day. Mm. Hey, uh, Dustin Fletcher, our guest. His two boys are doing uh, good things over there in the states in college ball. Mason and Max just had a look at their stats, uh, Dusty. Um, forty one punts for Mason, twenty seven for Max. They don't do a lot. <laughs> No, they don't. Well, uh, well, that's that's the thing. You know, I said to Mason when he first decided to go. Well, I said to him and Scotty and yourself, well, no, like you don't have to tackle, you don't have to get hit, you don't really have to mouth off or anything. You just get out there, <laughs> kick a ball, do your job, and get off. Every now and then, you might have to tackle if the returner returns the ball. But um, Mason's sort of yeah, the kickers, punters, and sort of you know quarterbacks, they don't like tackling, which um, mm. which you can understand when you've got. Uh, 130-kilo boys trying to run straight through you. Last from the past is with one of uh, Scotty's former teammates, and boys had some. Uh, now, just quickly, what about uh, the, the appointment of Brad Scott at Essendon? Are you happy with that, mate? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't... Um, I, I must be honest, the last time we sort of crossed paths was... Uh, Back in probably 2001, 2000, when um, they got us uh, in the grand final, and it was a different probably crossing of paths. We were uh, into each other like us and Brisbane used to do back in the day. But um, I think it's a pretty good appointment. Um, a strong, you know, strong coach who's been in the, in the game, and even though he hasn't coached for four or five years, I think uh, he'll. I think the boys need to play on edge a little bit. Our boys and the Essendon boys, and um, I think it's a really good impo- appointment um, with a few others coming in as well. Happy, obviously a, a tough. A tough few months for the club, Fletch. I know you're not one that pokes your nose in there or gets involved or starts ranting and raving. Have you found uh, the last couple of months post-season for the footy club? Yeah, a couple of months, or as the supporters are telling me every day on social media, it's been a tough, tough twenty-three years. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it has been a little bit, you know, a little bit tough. And you've, you, you know, you, you both know you've got to get things right at your footy club before you know the performance comes. And I think we're not far away from from that at the moment. And um, yeah, the next sort of probably two or three months when the boys come back and the preseason starts, I think. Uh, 
we'll see a pretty dedicated group. And um, we get the board and, and staff and on all that right, I think we can turn it around reasonably quick. I'm not saying it's going to be next year, but, um, you know, a good strong year and, and maybe hopefully finals and, then, and you build on that. Uh, last one before I let you go. Um, I'm just looking. You are actually a phys- you are on Twitter as Dustin Fletcher 31. Just yeah. confirming that is you. Yeah, that's me. I don't have a lot of play on the on the social media, but um, before my boys left, they said sign up to Instagram, get on Twitter, you'll have a ball. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> you came in late, didn't you? I came in late, and yeah. I'm, what am I, 47 now, so, um, yeah, it's not my real go, but um, no. I like to sort of read the news and, and do a few things on the on the social media, whereas I think, gosh, you, you're not shy to have a crack, mate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, he gets right in the Hey, mud. I noticed you follow me, Fletch, and I'm very he proud of that. Right I, say, I appreciate mud, the yeah. follow, Fletch. I appreciate the follow. He gets down and dirty. I don't yeah. take it too seriously, I must admit. I do. <laughs> nah, good on you, mate. Good on you, mate. Should be. Hey, mate, so just last one before we let you go. Uh, the tennis coaching, that's a full-time gig, and you've got any young talent coming through? Any sort of Nick Kyrgios or Ash Barty's? Yeah, we've got a few uh, young, uh, few young talent. Um, we got uh, a young kid. I say young kid. He's actually just turned eighteen. Picked up his first um, um, say back in sort of our time ranking point. So he's got a, a world ranking now, which is which is good. But and we run from you know junior programs all the way through to to cardio tennis, and so we sort of cover it all. So between Monday, Tuesday, sort of Wednesday, Thursday, that keeps me busy. I still do a little bit with the VFL program at Essendon, um, and yeah, apart from that, a bit with Cedar College. So there's three or four things just keep me busy enough to uh, to keep me going. Good stuff. Eighteen-year-old, Fletch, you were four years into an AFL career by then. <laughs> I tell you what, this bloke's a little bit behind. Hey, mate, um, we yeah, wish uh, we wish the boys all the best over there, and we follow them. Uh, we will be following them, and have done so far. Thanks very much for your time, mate. It's always good to talk to you, and. Uh, You've just managed to somehow relax, Goss and I. We're just your calming yeah, sounds. Very chill, French. We like your chill nature. Nah, you're, you're good guys. And uh, thanks, heaps. And uh, good, good you, luck. I hope the SN's going well over there. It is, mate. We're smashing it out of the park, especially this show. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good on you, mate. <laughs> good there he is. Fletch is joining us. Dustin Fletcher, good fan. He yeah. could keep a boy on eyeing his mates, uh, on his sons, so, Mason and Max, doing great jobs. You've got two sons no, that are sitting around the, uh, the college, have they? It is incredible. And the fact is, they're punters, six foot six. Seven and yeah. six foot five. Yep. Well, like, their old man could kick. Oh, it wasn't it? <laughs> could, could kick a long ball. Hey, we've got to get away, get get, get some news away. Uh, we're here for the wonderful team at Fleet Network. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist. Save you thousands on your dream car. Don't don't listen to us. Get online to fleetnetwork.com.au and you can say goodbye to your regular car loans and hello to a Novated car lease. And more with cash. Fleet Network, more cash. Ruben Jimby's going to join us. Tim Mitchell's going to join us. We're going to talk about Big Bash and Lloyd Meek. Mark Duffield after eight with mornings. Mornings with Mark Duffield after 8 o'clock right on the SENWA network and around WA. Speaking of around WA, one young man who's made his way back home to Dunsborough is a young man who will be taking in the draft uh, and we've been concentrating on the draft prospects out of Western Australia over the last couple of weeks. His name is Reuben Jinby and he's been kind enough to join us. He's from Wesley College in the PSA and also played a fair bit of league footy at East Perth. Hey Reuben, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you very much for having me on, guys. Uh, so, you, yeah, you got home uh, last night, mate. There's a bit of downtime. Do you keep training? What do you do down in Dunny at this time of year? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is my first time getting home in a while because I just finished all my exams and all school and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, pretty nice time of year. So I'll keep running and going to the gym, but I also like to go for a bit of surf and that kind of thing at home. So, yeah, we can't do that for the next month, just leading up to the draft. How are you coping with the, uh, I don't know, the focus and the expectation of your name being picked early in the draft? How are you coping with that? 
Yeah, I guess it was a pretty um yeah, pretty quick rise and pretty new thing to me halfway through the year. But um yeah, it's been really exciting leading up to it and I've just been able to yeah, try to keep in mind other things. But yeah, with it less than a month away and um yeah, getting the invites to go over the bell which would be pretty cool. So yeah, I think um not the pressure's building, but definitely the excitement's building up, which is awesome. So well, been tough workload, really. Year 12, uh, you're playing PSA footy at Wesley, which is a, a great program. You're trying to juggle East Perth duties as well. How hard is that with, with study? How hard is it for for young guys? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it definitely has been a challenge, just chopping and changing in between a few teams and a bit of senior footy, state footy, a few studies as well. But um, I think definitely, yeah, being in the boarding house um, helped out them, like cooking, cleaning, doing that, those kind of things for you. So I was just been able to focus on things I enjoy, which is footy, and then also, yeah, just chip away at the study. So, yeah, it was a challenge as well, but, yeah, the footy always been something I love, so, yeah, something I don't mind for sure. Tell you what, you've had some uh, decent footy brains to uh, to to glean off, I guess, at Wesley, haven't you? Michael Broadbridge running the show. Woey's in there, Woe Woden, and, and our man Shep has, oh, I think he's floated in once or twice yeah, a well, couple of times. Well, he's all of a sudden he reckons yeah. he, his arrival coincides with Ruben's, Ruben's rise. rise to yeah. the top, yeah. yeah. Is that, is, is, <laughs> nah, yeah, it was um... <laughs> Be honest, Rubes. Be honest, mate. He'll get this. Will get back to him. <laughs> no, nah, Chef has been really good for us this year. Nah, for sure. For um, yeah, we already had a stack coaching lineup, and then to add um, yeah, the old boy, old Wesley and Chef to the squad and help out with the backmen. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So, uh, so you're out of out of boarding. Obviously, you've gone home. Uh, just. Just tell us a bit about how. I mean, my my daughter's boyfriend was a boarder at at Aquinas, and how he now lives with us. I just want to know what it's like inside the boarding house for the disciplines of training on time, doing your study, staying focused. Because you know, after school, blokes, boys will be boys. You muck around. You, you know, you go down to the local shop and you you get out and about. Just tell us a bit about the the, the resistance of of misbehaving, so to speak, not in a bad way, but just sort of letting your guard down when you trying to carve out a career like you are yeah definitely um yeah in the boarding house it is yeah you got about 30 boys in a year living together <laughs> and all yeah pretty good mate so it's um yeah you can get yeah it's always easy to have a bit of a muck around and that kind of thing which can be good which um yeah can yeah at least like you're always living your mate so you always have yeah something to hang out with but um yeah you definitely do have to resist a little bit if you yeah have footy training on that night or coming back late from footy having your dinner and then have to get into a bit of study so um yeah, it does take a bit of discipline as well, but also, yeah, it can help, yeah, take your mind off things as well because you always got to make to go bang on the door and go do something or that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's good. You're sort of guy that wants to stay here in Perth and hope you picked up by, uh, well, be West Coast if anyone, I would imagine, but uh, are you happy to go anywhere that gives you an opportunity to play AFL footy? Yeah, I'd be happy to go anywhere to, um, yeah, play AFL footy. If that's Eagles and get a stay at home, that'd be awesome. But if that's, yeah, interstate, um, yeah, whether that's anywhere over east, that sounds awesome to me as well because... Yeah, as long as um, yeah, playing footy somewhere, that'll be my dream, and yeah, just hopefully, yeah, put my best foot forward wherever, whatever team I get onto. Hopefully, Ruben Jinby from Dunsborough, East Perth, and Wesley. Uh, Hamish Brace, your massive fan, mate, said this kid is a, a gun. What was it like to play with uh, someone like Hammer, who, you know, albeit he only played one game of AFL football, but he came through that uh, that AFL system, of course, and and then ends up at East Perth. Did you learn off him? Yeah, definitely. It was um, yeah, great to step into the preseason at um, East Perth and to have like. Yeah, Damon Grease, who was recently a Hawthorne's list, and then um, yeah, Hamish Brayshaw. Those guys are awesome just for, yeah, just learning in the environment they build around East Perth, and I think they're definitely going to keep building that in the next coming years, hopefully. So, What's your greatest asset? If you were to say, pick three yeah, things, like your greatest it. asset or, or, as a footballer, what do you do well? And it's not boasting. Just tell us, if someone said to you, what are your three strengths as an on-field footballer, what would they be? Yeah, um, I think my main strength is just, yeah, contested player, whether that's... um. 
when I was down back just competing one on one, just on a um, range of different players, or then as a yeah probably bigger body midfield, just yeah good at the contested ball and freeing up other opponents. And then um, probably just my athletic, use my athleticism, just being um, yeah over the years I built up a decent tank and um, yeah it was naturally quite powerful, so be able to use my leap and um, sprint and that kind of thing. And also, I think there's my um, yeah ability to rebound and break lines out of the back line, but also in the midfield as well. So that's something, um, yeah, definitely to keep developing, but also some a strength of mine as well. Jack Crisp like Scotty, they call him Jack the Jack Crisp of East Perth, Wesley, and he's the Jack Crisp well, of Jonesborough. You'd take that all day, every day. Crisp is just a Very rebounding good. machine, and yes. it attacks the footy hard, and that's what you want. And and if you can run 15 or 16 k's a game too, Ruben, that's fairly important these days. Yeah, definitely. I think um, yeah, as the game's starting to get quicker, those players that have a good mix between power but also the endurance as well. And, yeah, definitely really important for the modern midfielders game. Who's your favourite footballer? Yeah, so my favourite footballer growing up and still is Nat Fife. Um, yeah, always been a, always been a Dockers man. So, yeah, I've lo- loved his work. And, yeah, especially through his... Yeah, through the Dockers' good ears, and now they're up and coming again. It'll be yeah, nice to see. Hopefully, him hit the track um, soon. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at the moment, he's overseas, but he's yeah, certainly he's very looks, busy. Looks like he's <laughs> going to be appearing very, very shortly uh, and uh, back in WA, of course. All righty. So, Scotty Cummings does a uh, what do you call this? A oh, six pointer. Six pointer. We call it a six pointer, where you don't have a great deal of time to think about things, so you've got to give us your your answers of six getting to know you questions. Are you are you comfortable with this? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it's, well, it's not that good, mate. It's just something that's imposed on our guests. Yeah, we just like to we like to learn about the people Come rather on. than just the footballer. Here right. we go. All right, Raymond, name your favourite sport and athlete other than footy. Um, it would be uh, LeBron James basketball. Mm-hmm. Open your own restaurant. What's your signature dish? What's the one dish that's going to have everyone lining up? Um, or, yeah, it would be Mexican restaurant, nice burritos and tacos. I reckon. Nice, nice. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and I'm a taco burrito topic guy. Yeah, and you can wash it down with a little tequila. <laughs> you always get a tail <laughs> I'm sorry. You always get a tail cold, Scott. We're talking to a young man who's trying to carve out a career, yeah. and you want him to wash it down with tequila. No, you'll figure it out soon. No, what song, <laughs> what song, Ruben, gets you up and about? You're a bit flat, and the tune comes on. What song gets you going? There we go. Oh, a goodie. Um, yeah, I'm not someone for much of a pump-up song, but some of the old, you know, old school uh, bit of ACDC we used to do around Dunsford Change Room. So, yeah, go back to where right. I started, a bit of ACDC, something like that. A bit that, of so. Oh, boy. Uh, that we're, we're boy. Old school. That's very Fremantle. Yeah. That's very Chris Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us something we don't know about you. Um, also, yeah, family of six. Yeah, we live out of Dunsborough. And something a bit interesting, we have a pet bearded dragon, which is something a bit different. So that's pretty cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a pet bearded dragon. Not a yeah, it's like a little lizard. Oh, a little lizard. With a, it's, oh, cool. <laughs> how old? What's the name of the dragon? <laughs> yeah, it's Harold. And I couldn't tell you how old is it is. They don't really change that much, but yeah. Harold, Harold the bearded dragon. <laughs> Fantastic, mate. Uh, do, you have a, do you have any secret talents? Secret talents? No, nah, not really. I tried the drums for a bit. Kind of, yeah, not a music man, so just just a sportsman, really. So, no, nah, nothing nothing crazy. I can surf a little bit. That's probably it. There you go. Surf. Well, I hope you don't get drafted Victoria. Been an hour and a half to anywhere that's a wave down there. Dude, you got the best barrels ever, dude. <laughs> Just their boys in the booth they entertain themselves. Pitted, so pitted like that. <laughs> All right, last one, mate. Here we go. You seem pretty relaxed and pretty chilled, mm. country boy. Mm. Uh, what what makes you way more angry than it should? Um, 
Well, probably probably just a mix of when the four siblings are together. I don't experience it too much, but there's always a fight going on or something like that around the house. But <laughs> no, it's good to see him, but we're always arguing about something. But... Where do you sit in the uh, sibling uh, household? Um, I'm the second oldest, so I've got an older brother and then a younger brother and a younger sister. So uh, you've handed mostly it mostly between the brothers, really. But I was going to say, you've handed out some beatings. PlayStation basketball, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Uh, you've <laughs> definitely handed out some beatings over the years. Uh, no, no, better. I'm glad you didn't say. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say from being a dungeon boy. I hate tourist season because <laughs> I'm always one of those. <laughs> All right, I'm, so I'm really happy. Yeah, yeah. Really hey, happy. good on you, mate. Hey, it's exciting time for you. Um, stay focused. Don't change. We've had a lot of the young boys over the last couple of weeks come in and they're just so they're impressive. Impressive breed, aren't they? Impressive. Great to chat to and um, don't let stardom go to your head when you get drafted, mate, because I'll come after you. All right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good on you, mate. There's Ruben Jinby. Love it. He's, doesn't he sound like a ripping fella? That seems like another one that coming out of the West that's going to take this AFL world by storm. From Dunsborough through Wesley, through East Perth, he will be drafted. He is a bona fide star of the future and he loves Akadaka. 21 past 7. Still to come. Lloyd Meek and Mark Duffield after 8. We still get him going. of the new BBL season. And don't forget, KFC Supercoach BBL is back at supercoach.com.au and there's nothing better than playing a fantasy type of sport. And one man who does it better than most is a KFC Supercoach expert. He's my man. He's my wingman. He taught me plenty last year. That's Tim Mitchell. Appreciate your time, Timmy. Good morning. Well, Scotty, great to be back with you. Um, obviously, it means another summer of KFC Supercoach is upon us and you're yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into it and uh, hopefully we can tip the listeners into a, a couple of good picks for their teams this summer as well. No doubt about that. How, how did I go last year? So last year you and I did this and, and I've got a feeling I sort of got my – took me a while to get my mojo, but I mean, just be honest with the li- – what are you laughing at? Well, I've heard you. I've heard you stunk it up, but – Let's go straight to the expert what, and find what, out how – What I'm proud of, though, is I've heard that you're pretty patriotic in your selections. <laughs> You think I'm, yeah, I think, think, I'm I, I think that's a good way, good way of summing it up. Probably, probably a bit too parochial, uh, Goss. So plenty, plenty of scorches that you picked in your team, and then if you pick too many players from one team, you sort of end up, yeah. um, I, I don't know, riding the ups and downs with that particular team. If they win, you go well, and yeah. if they don't, then your team's probably not going to score very well. Sure. So we know the scorches had had some success last summer as well, yeah. but um, KFC Supercoach obviously depends a, a fair bit on individual players as well and, sure. and they're a fascinating team this summer for our um our planning perth as well and i'm sure that's something we're going to talk a fair bit about well, today and, and in the next few weeks as well all right okay so you told me that i have to be a bit more diverse with my selection i'll do that all righty so we're starting from scratch are we not don't forget it is time to play australia's best fantasy cricket game kfc supercoach you've just got to head to supercoach.com.au tim mitchell is an expert so what's the key to picking a good team what's the basic format timmy well, Goss, what, what we like to do is target teams on, on what we call doubles. So uh, t- every round there's going to be at least one team. In the first round this year, there's uh, three teams that play twice. So if you get double the chance to, I don't know, load up the points with particular players from those teams. So in round one this year, it's the Stars, the Strikers, and also the Thunder that play twice. So you want to load your team with as many players 
um, from those three teams as possible. So you get sure. two shots at Glenn Maxwell, you get two shots at Daniel Sams, you get two shots at Rashid Khan, and if they score 60 in one game and then 90 in the next game, you get 150 points for that round. So that's probably the most basic thing you can do to um, try and uh, load up your team with as many points as possible. Just get as many players on, on the doubles in your team, and that'll give you the best chance of winning that um, $500 prize for every round, which is double to $1,000 if you're a Supercoach Plus subscriber, and and then if you um, get as many points together over the full season and put yourself in the running for the overall prize, uh, it's $25,000 for the overall oh. winner for BBL 12 yes. as well. Yes. Just in simple terms to me as we wrap things up, just give us how soon should we be picking teams and how close should we be keeping an eye on how long players are staying in the system, whether some bloke's coming for three yes. games and then going overseas. Good like point. A, you know, what's happening with Liam Livingston and David Willey and Andre Russell and all this sort of stuff? We've really got to keep across it, don't we, if we're going to come up with a winning uh, combination? Yeah, no, it's a very good point, Goss. Like, you look at someone like Andre Russell, who signed up for the first four games for the Renegades, and Big Dre Russ is such a draw card. Like, naturally, you'd want to pick him in your team so he can score points with bat, ball, and in the field. But he's only here for four games. So um, after those four games, you're going to have to burn one of your three trades after every round that you get to, to put Dre Russ out of your team. So you've got to stay across all that as well. But but as much as sort of the diehards love to get into it and, and love to sort of dissect and plan their trades, if you want to just play it as a, a beginner as well, KFC Supercoach is a lot of fun. You can join a league, play against your mates. And we mentioned Mike Hussey as well. You can also add his team, the Baggy Greens, to your, uh, the Baggy Greens to your league as well. So you can take on us, take on all our experts from News Corp as well. And, yeah. and it's a hell of a lot of fun over the summer too. So... You can head to supercoach.com.au today, and, and that's where you can get your team entered. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know how the, the baggy greens, you know what my team's called? No, oh, no. The snaggy greens, because a snagger, as in sausage, Tim sausage rhymes with gossage, could, and I'm going with the snaggy greens. Yeah, I see what you've done. Yeah. You, you didn't think about it. Could you not squeeze in nine for eight, seven for one? No, that's a good point. I don't know if you know that, uh, Timmy Mitchell, but uh, uh, three weeks, consecutive weeks in a row, nine for eight, seven for one, seven for none. I've got my own. Season bowling average is 3.6, and I've got a trophy to prove it. I don't know if you know that, but that's a a factual uh, piece of uh, history of my cricket career. That would be a lot of KFC Supercoach points, Ross. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, way back when I was nine years of age, whether it was a KFC was a happening thing. Hey, Tim, tell us again, just one more time, what's the prizes? How much can people win each week in, uh, in total? Yeah, yeah, $500 per round, Scotty. And then uh, if you're a Supercoach Plus subscriber, it's 1000 so the prize gets doubled. And the overall prize at the end of uh, BBL 12 is 25K if you finish wow. on top. So... Yeah, supercoach.com.au is where you want to head. It's free to enter, and, um, yeah, you can put yourself in the running for those fantastic prizes. We're going to chat throughout the year, and especially in the build-up 35 days before it all hits off. Thanks for joining us, Timmy. Always good to chat. Thanks, boys. Have a good day. KFC Supercoach. He is back. BBL is back at supercoach.com.au. That's Tim Mitchell. He's our expert. He's my gonna, wingman. Are you going to try this year? I am trying. I've already started my team. You wait till yeah, I... Yeah, you've got a keeper I'm... and a bloke on the bench. <laughs> this is Scotty Engos. Sports biggest moments called play-by-play from around the world. Right here. Yeah, look, it's been a challenging period for our AFLW program. This is something we acknowledge when we sat down 
with Trent um, as part of the review process into our AFLW Season 7, it became apparent that um, we were looking for a reset and refresh in our approach. These are always really difficult decisions um, when they relate to great football people. Trent's made a really important and significant contribution, not only to our AFLW program in particular, but our overall club. Um, this decision isn't so much related to performances of the past, but about what we need moving into the future. Um, we're incredibly grateful for Trent in terms of the contribution he's made to the club. That's Fremantle CEO Simon Garlick just talking about the departure of Trent Cooper as coach of the Fremantle AFLW. New coach to be found. All sorts of rumours going around as to who the replacement will be. I reckon if you listen after 8 o'clock, Mark Duffield will be uh, crossing over on that subject as well. And he does have, I'm led to believe, uh, some fairly prominent headline interviews and guests on the show again. Right. He does straighten up the show, does he? It's a a brutal game. Footy, coaching. I mean, I, I still keep going back to having a chat with Mark Harvey um, all those weeks ago. It's just a, it's a brutal game. He's, he's done a fantastic job at Fremantle. Trent Cooper's no doubt about that. And uh, one year on the decline for whatever reasons. And it's new direction time. You've been sitting in a new direction a couple of times, Goss, haven't you? Yeah, but that's that's life, you know. You, you, it is life. You, you move on. I, I, I messaged um, the Coops last night. Oh, onwards good. and upwards, very positive about moving forward. Anyway, I once entered the World Kleptomania Championship. I took home gold, silver, and bronze. <laughs> oh, my word. Well, it just came out of nowhere. Yep. Just got a text from someone who said, You haven't given us a Friday funny yet. And I said, Well, it's not Friday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Anyway, hey. Tuesday, uh, tanker. Coming up, we are going to chat with a young man who is, uh, well, I thought he was, I'm glad because I think he's going to go and be a prominent ruckman yep. for the Hawthorne football. I know that about that. Lloyd Meek is the man. Uh, and don't forget, you can get to run home too with Hayes and Marto live from the Wembley Hotel this Thursday. It's at, uh, I think it's a special time, is it not? Two to four? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is I right. Think it's a special time. Because because the cricket, the World Cup cricket is on after that, so the boys are going to do a massive preview down there. It's got like a gazillion beers on tap there. Hayes and Marto live from the Wembley Hotel. Don't say hello to them. Talk to them during the breaks. They love it. <laughs> Go talk to them. They're two ripping fellas. You'll be better off. No, no, no. Just, see, you, don't, you can't just throw two blokes into the one basket. Yeah, you can. Well, they're two ripping fellas. One ripping fella and Hayes. <laughs> Whackety whack whack. <laughs> I think I think that I think that Mardo's overrated. To be perfectly honest with you, can I mention? Loves it. I want to mention this before yeah. we get to a break, and we get to uh, our man Lloyd Meek, who's now with Hawthorne, of course, former Fremantle locker, uh, football ruckman. Um, would it be fair? Would it be too much to suggest that Paul Hazelby has stamped himself as one of the premier football analysts and most knowledgeable pe- knowledgeable people? In the game. That's not too far to suggest that. I think it's absolutely accurate. Yeah, look, this is what he does. He does the run home here on SEN. Yes. He does, I think, without without Pierre as a special comments man, and I'm lucky to sit alongside Whatever, him. Whatever, mate. Oh. I mean, every time you say it, you say it with this glint in your eyes. Whackity whack whack. <laughs> Whackety whack whack. No, no, he, is, no, he, is. he has a column in the West Australian, which which creates plenty of fodder for the West. Who normally his column becomes a, the lead article mm. on the back page. Is it accurate? And he's doing a Honest. regular segment 
with Lockie Reed on Channel 10 once a week as well. They go after topics. him to get his thoughts. Correct. Yeah. I would I would absolutely. Now, okay, he's not a news-breaking like a Ryan Daniels or even a Mark Duffield. No, a, but I would opinion. say, I would say he has no peer in this town. Hasn't for a couple of years, but I think 2022 he has gone to another level. And I think he he um, is without question one of the highest ranked performers in football media in WA. Mm, I agree with it. It'd be good if he came to work occasionally. Let's get a breakaway. It's 22 Fair away he, from 8 22 o'clock. 22 weeks a year holiday. 23 degrees How today. We're heading top for. You know what he's at? So this is his point. I'm going to. You know what Hayes' attitude is? He says, I said, but how do you get so many holidays? <laughs> how many weeks do you have off? Yeah. You know what his words are? What, for, what a that does, for a bloke that does two hours a day yeah. and works a game oh, of footy. He does 15 minutes prep before that too, so it's over two hours. He says, get paid less, take more holidays. It's a good attitude. I reckon he's only doing 50% of that. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd Meek joins us next. Mark Duffield after eight. We'll chat to Duff about what he's got coming up shortly. This is Scotty and Goss. Good morning. The breaking news that we mentioned uh, some time ago, the Adelaide 36ers have sacked Craig Randall the second, oh. averaging 20 points a game due to lack of chemistry with the coach and his teammates. Apparently spat it on the weekend when he was told that he was going to be on the bench against the Wildcats. He wasn't happy. He didn't like it. So he's been shown the door. Not bad luck. See you later, Craig. It's a team game. 20 points a game. There was a, the, yeah, yeah, that's terrific. That's all. That's that's fantastic. But you also, it's, it's a team game, mate. And it's all about your culture and it's all about your work rate and that sort of thing. And there was a picture posted not that long ago. But I think the game before they played the Cats, they were these sixes before the game, arm in arm, the entire roster arm in arm. He's standing a metre aside on his Pat Malone. Mm. So I'm not interested. Yeah, well, that's the issue, the chemistry there. Crap bloke alert. Hey, on the temporary bedshed deck line, when Tim dominated the cricket scene as a six-foot-five, nine-year-old, was the bell in or out of the ball? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's pretty good. Who was that? Didn't, uh, no name. Oh, it's a beauty. Welcome aboard. <laughs> no name, but I have got your number. Hey, Lloyd Meek, speaking of... Uh, Expect some real ordinary prank calls Speaking today. of tall men, a man who I think could have carved out a handy basketball career himself, I'd imagine, and you know, everyone, would, when he walks down the street, I bet you he gets what all tall you men basketball? get. you play basketball? you play basketball, mate? Uh, he joins us now, of course, a new recruit Losers. to the Hawthorne Football Club. Uh, Lloyd, appreciate your time. You're in Adelaide. What are you doing over there? Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me. No, just here for a, a few nights with some mates um, off season, so training from abroad and, and yeah, trying to get a bit of a mental break, which has been nice. You know, there's better places to enjoy <laughs> some time with mates in Adelaide, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually down. We're down at Black Point. I'm sure you've been to Black Point, but uh, down on the water there, Duros, uh, yep. family friends looked look after us. Yeah. Nice no, work good, by good. you. There hey, you mate, go. you, you got to Hawthorne, and there were some nervous times. I've read the article, and I've heard your, your quotes from last week when you did some club media and stuff like that. You were a bit nervous about not sort of getting released by Fremantle, but you got the job done. That, that's a huge relief for you. You're looking forward to being in Melbourne, of course, I'm sure, uh, and also with the Hawthorne Footy Club from now. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm so stoked. Thanks. It was, um, yeah, it was probably fair to say I got the full uh, trade experience, but... Um, nah, stoked with the end result and there's obviously a fair bit of back and forth thing and, and that's what a trade is and that's the football clubs are all competitive and all want the best results. So um yeah, I was in the US at the at the time and it was yep. a bit of a uh, bit of a, a weird circumstance I suppose, but just so wrapped um to be at Hawks and can't wait to sort of get in and, and meet everyone and had my first day uh, sort of a week ago now, but 
yeah, to be to be able to get in properly and start forming those relationships is something I'm pretty keen to be able to explore. Yeah, it's a bit of a rebuild for the club as well, and you're a part of that rebuild, so that would make it exciting. Some season campaigners have gone, and you've come in, so you, it's a, a, a new generation under under Sam Mitchell. Um, what about your time at Frio? Just in summary, what was your time at Frio like? And um, were you always a little bit frustrated not getting a regular berth? Because many people believe that you know at any other club, if you didn't have Sean Darcy and then Luke Jackson coming in, you'd be the number one ruck somewhere. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't speak more highly of Freo. Like, there's obviously so many outstanding people there, um, which I've come very close to, and, and they've helped me so much get to where I am. And I've just got nothing but respect and gratitude um, for the club. But yeah, obviously, my first few years, I wasn't. I wasn't probably quite up to it, up to the standard. And um, everyone who knows me well would <laughs> be the first to admit that. But um, yeah, no, I feel like the work that the club were able to put into me and I've just tried to come to the club with a, a good attitude every day and um, they've helped me improve to where I am now and um, obviously the ruck position's a, a funny one in that um, yeah there's often a fair few shifts in parts and stuff and yeah to be able to explore this new opportunity is, um, is great and I'm glad that the, the club are yeah, supportive of me doing that. With Ben McAvoy leaving, Lloyd, do you, do you feel now within yourself, you said there just then that you, you probably weren't up to it a couple of years ago, but do you feel like you are ready to take that number one spot now? There's a spot there with your name all over it. Yeah, absolutely. I um, It'll be, yeah, got obviously working with Ned Rees and Max Lynch and see what the, the best mix is for the team and stuff. But, I'm, um, yeah, I, I know I'll be doing everything I can to, to sort of try and make that happen and, the last couple of years, obviously, been sort of on the on the fringe a bit, which has been frustrating at times. But um, there's always more stuff to work on, and I feel like now I'm at a point where I can um, come in and hopefully have an impact at AFL level. And uh, I'm not going to be um, tearing, might not be tearing the house down at the start, but everyone needs experience. And I think I've played 15 games, so um, hopefully with a few more games under my belt, it'll yeah help me help me get there. Yeah, 15 games in in two years from making your debut, as you mentioned, 2021 and 2022. Uh, this is probably a difficult question to answer, but this was a, a common uh, comment made. Too good for the waffle? Too good for the waffle as a ruckman, not as an overall footballer, but as a ruckman. Too good mm. for the waffle needs an opportunity in the AFL. Did you see that at times that you felt that you maybe were above the waffle, so to speak. And I'm not talking about feeling like you're an elite person or above the, the other blokes you're playing against, but your standard of ruck work and ability to, to play ruck at waffle was above that standard? Uh, yeah, I suppose I suppose that my performances there stacked up. And the one thing I was happy to get this year, which I haven't had previously, is just a bit of consistency. Um, and I was happy with, with the games I played at waffle level. But as I mentioned earlier, like no one ever plays perfect footy and I still had so much to, to work on. Um, so that was good to be able to sink my teeth into just being able to keep focusing on, on the things that I can keep getting better at. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I was happy with my year, but as a professional footballer, especially in the current area, you can't ever be content with your performances or think that you're above anything. So, mm. um, yeah, no, I was happy with my performances and how I went, but, yeah, geez, I'll, I'll be stoked if I can get some more, um, some more opportunity from here on out. Tough question. Good answer, mate. Did yeah, well you speak done. to the Eagles at all? Will your management speak to the Eagles at all? Was there any chance you could have gone cross town? Yeah, yeah, no, we did. There was conversations there, and as I said, the ruck's a funny one, so um, often it's quite a um, finite position. And um, yeah, no, we did. We did have conversations there, and ultimately just decided that Hawks would be the best fit for me. And um, yeah, obviously being in Victoria as well, where I'm, where I'm from, was, was was nice to be able to reunite with with family and friends. But um, 
yeah, it's really where it all sat. Aside of the footy, aside of the club, what are you going to miss about WA? What's the things that you got used to doing over here in Perth in your stint over in WA? Uh, yeah, it's a great part of the world. Um, five years there, it's gone that quickly. I can't believe how quickly it um, has been. The main one's probably, like I mentioned earlier, just so many good, good people and Obviously, the weather, mate, the beaches. Uh, I'm sure that the, the Melbourne the Melbourne summer won't be quite as glamorous as Perth. But, um, yeah, yeah, probably the, the, so many great relationships and people that were formed, and um, not just within the club but outside of it as well. And, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll be coming back regularly to, to visit and um, to stay in touch and get a bit of a beach fix, that's for sure. Yeah, the Cottesloe Golf Club, what are you re- hoping you're going to return to fill in the divots? Um, of the- <laughs> That's a low blow, mate. You can't make inside jokes on live radio. Can you? <laughs> oh, there's nothing sacred here, mate. There's nothing sacred. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you've only been. I know you've only been at the at the club for a minute. Um, how have you found it? Obviously, they've got a lot of issues off field going on, whether they are uh, accurate or not. Uh, what was the feeling inside the club when you got there? Oh yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, I've been so impressed with the staff and. Um, obviously Sam Mitchell uh, and his wife Lindell and um, all the, the play development and all the staff that have all reached out. I've had a, had a bit of phone trouble while I was overseas. I couldn't receive any messages or calls so I was a little bit worried there for a bit because I was um, thinking I was leaving a lot of people hanging but I'm sure they'll all understand it. I've gotten to a lot of them now but I tried to blame that um, yeah, thing no. during trade period too, mate. I used to say there was phone problems they can't get hold of me, but they still managed to give me the ass. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a good enough excuse. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, they um, – everyone, everyone's been awesome. And when I was in the club, everyone's so welcoming. And, um, yeah, just keen to, as I said before, get in and get stuck into it. Mate, we're really keen to watch you develop Go and get, get your fella. opportunity over there at the Hawks. And uh, uh, you made a lot of friends here and a lot of admirers. So we're we'll wishing you uh, all the best, mate, for, for next season. May you rip it apart. Awesome. Thanks, Steve, guys. Really appreciate it. Good Thanks. on you. Lloyd, mate, joining us, of course. Uh, Fremantle's loss, Hawthorne's gain. Maybe not quite to West Coast, but would have been very, very handy. And for the person who continually ringing me on the phone, you, can, well, you've got I, some I'm phone just, problems yourself, phone haven't you? Just keeps arcing up, and I'm trying to get yeah. volume down. I just keeps ringing, so yeah. I do apologise. And that came through for you the person really who's ringing careful me. Careful what you search. Well, I'm not searching anything. What are you I don't know. A dog eating it out of a bowl at the moment. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to my phone. It's uh, seven away from mate. Lloyd Mead joining us. Great to have him online and good luck to him at the Hawthorne Football Club. Uh, Mark Duffield in for a quick chat. Uh, can you come in now, please? We... No, we're going to go and break, us. Yeah. We're going to a break. For this man, Mark Duffield, after 8 o'clock with mornings, what do you got coming up? Trevor Nisbet off the top. Wow. Bang. Also talking to Tony Sage about the cool. glories on the road start to the season. Cool. Uh, James Oldring from Perth Racing. Cool. And we're getting Simon Garlic on in the second hour to talk about the departure of Trent Cooper. Oh, big, 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 big. show. Big. 8 till what 10. What have we been doing? That's a very good question you asked, Well done, the boys. We'll be back on your radio tomorrow from 6 o'clock. Mark Duffield, Duffield in after the news with mornings.